0: Hello and welcome to the Net Politics podcast. I'm Adam Siegel. I direct the Council's Digital and Cyberspace Policy Program, and and with me today is Raj Shah, the Senior Director for Strategy from Palo Alto Networks. Raj, thanks for being with us today.
1: Thanks, Adam. It's good to be here.
0: Uh, so, Raj, you um, I guess are part of a the vanguard of this generation of people who had experience in the government and then went out to, to the valley and, and started a company and then sold it to Palo Alto Net, Networks, and so you have both policy experience and now uh, an entrepreneurial experience. Now that you've had this time in California, what, what have you learned that you wish you had known when you were in government?
1: Yeah. No, that's a, that's a great question, and it's, uh, you know, it's personally been uh, wonderful to see how many uh, former government folks have, have gone to the valley and become entrepreneurs themselves. Uh, you know t- I think to that question there's a there's a couple of things that uh, you learn in the private sector, particularly in a startup that uh, would have been valuable to know or to see uh, implemented in the government um, you know so one of them uh, or uh, the overarching one is speed right the the speed to take an idea and implement it the speed to validate whether an idea is right or wrong so for example there's a uh, saying in the valley that you want to fail fast. To, to know that you are doing something wrong, uh, the faster you can learn that, the better. And then you can pivot and move to, to the right answer. And so that sort of uh, approach of experimentation uh, and learning, that cycle is so much faster in the private sector, which I think would uh, provide benefit to the government.
0: So we've had some progress this year in, in in the public sector you know we we have information sharing bill that looks like it's going to get out of congress when you look at what's happening in washington what do you think has been particularly useful for the private sector well i think it's a couple of things so one is just the general awareness of cybersecurity uh, that
1: this is something that is a pressing threat to to our nation and all free nations and it's there are very important government responsibilities or Uh, involvement here. Uh, The government has capabilities that the private sector does not in terms of monitoring what adversaries are doing to respond to them. So I think if I were to highlight two things that have been helpful, uh, one is the cybersecurity sharing legislation. So providing a way for private companies, government entities, all to share threat intelligence information that just makes us all better and helps us all be more immune to the threat. Uh, and the second is, as you mentioned, the NIST standard. And I think, you know, if you read the NIST standard, it's still pretty high level, but it's a good interlocker between uh, senior management and the IT security teams. It provides a framework to how do we discuss what our posture is, where are we making our investment.
0: So one of the the drawbacks that, seems to come from this new entrepreneurial wave is that a lot of talent is bleeding from from the government I think I've seen quotes from people in the NSA that are that deal with personnel issues that you know the, the challenge now, it used to be you could say, well, come work at the NSA. You're going to work with for the hardest, most difficult challenges. But that you, you can work in difficult challenges now in the private sector, and they can pay you three times as much. Um, so how do we kind of solve the talent issue or address the talent issue without cannibalizing the talent?
1: This is a very, very important uh, issue and one that I think is the – most critical thing to our cybersecurity future is the human element. We, we just, there's a lack of, of talent here. Uh, you know It's interesting when we, you see a lot of these entrepreneurs that actually came from the NSA and have now gone to the private sector. Uh, but if you ask them all, they all have very, very fond memories of their time in government. And the one thing that, either be it the NSA or other agencies, have is a sense of mission that's unparalleled. The things you get to do and the impact you make when you're in a place like Fort Meade, uh, is very difficult to do anywhere else. Uh, and the teams you work with are, are indeed a-, a+. plus. So to your, to your question about cannibalization, I, you know, I think there are ways to be creative here. Traditionally, folks would go to the NSA and they'd spend a 30-year career there, and that was, that was the process. Uh, I think there are opportunities for us to say, go spend five years at the fort. And then go to private sector for a, a few years, and then return and 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 move uh, and sort of in and out of government, and the private sector. And there's pl- plenty of historical precedents for doing that. And there's some individuals that have done that. So I think that's uh, a really important piece of of the the human capital piece. Obviously, just training and STEM education for high school students. And then you know one could even argue uh, that immigration is a cybersecurity issue. That every person that gets a computer science degree or a degree in information security, at a U.S. university should get a green card. Uh, It would help startups grow faster. It would help uh, companies staff up their teams.
0: Raj, thanks very much for being with us today. Thank you.